Hey, this is Apostle Dr. Baker, J. Baker, with the Still Telling It Like It Is program. I want you to understand why this, this particular program, all three of my programs are Tell It Like It Is. One is Tell It Like It Is the Kingdom Way, and we talk about the kingdom of God and how it operates. Uh, then my Tuesday program is really telling it like it is. It's, it's bold, it's raw, it's whatever it is. It's like it is rather than how religion or how people see things and then this one is still telling it like it is because what it does is it shows from where we've come from and how people all the different people that are on here what is going on with them and they're still telling it like it is in their in their life and today i am honored to have a teacher prayer uh person intercessor uh, she's a five-fold ministry gift, uh, Helen Serrano. Did I get it right? I hope you I did. You did. Serrano or, or whatever. You can tell them how to pronounce it, and then I can I can copy it. Um, <laughs> she's here, and we want to hear about you and what goes on. She's a part of Apostle Eddie's congregation, and she's in the studio there with the love and unity background there, which is upside down or backwards or whatever. But it's all good. <laughs> any rate, we're going to hear about her, her life, her family, and then she's going to talk about the Father's heart. So um, anyway, I want to welcome you, Helen. So go Thank for you. it. I'm honored. I'm honored, welcome Dr. Baker, to be here with all of you and to just share my heart with you. Um, I, I am part of um, Apostle Eddie's uh, ministry. Uh, love and unity. I'm part of Kingdom Family Church. I'm honored to be a part of this church. I'm blessed um, how the Holy Spirit, and he's been teaching on the Holy Spirit, how he ordered my footsteps to the ministry and to be under um, a spiritual father like Apostle Eddie. I really highly uh, respect him um, and his beautiful wife. Um, they're, they're not only my ministers and my uh, prayer over for what I need and they're there for me but also I feel a very um, kindred spirit with us I just want to say that I really know that the Lord has put us together and it's been an honor to serve under Apostle Eddie and now be part of Zoom with Love and Unity and meeting everybody on it it's it's inspired my life it's encouraged my um, walk with the Lord and um, there's also always a talk about the love of the father, uh, Dr. Baker. And in this, I, I just want to share a little bit of background about the love of the father. I also minister to men inside the prison and a lot of them don't have fathers and uh, many are uh, orphaned. Many are, have been in the foster care. And um, I, I just, um, I'm just blessed to share a little today. So I want to pray. Father God, I just thank you for this time with Dr. Baker. I thank you that you will be glorified in the words that I speak forth. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in control. I give you permission to speak and to lead and to guide as you purpose to do today on this 30 minutes of Tell It Like It Is. I thank you for the honor and the privilege of um, Dr. Baker, Baker asking me to come and join with her today. I, I highly respect her. And all the fivefold in the ministry and love and unity. And uh, once again, I'm honored and thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Okay, I want to start off with 2 Corinthians 6.18. I will be a father to you 
and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. I want to start back when I was a little girl. I was a little girl. I was raised in a household of 10. One um, sibling had passed away. And um, at that time, when I was young, we lived in a, a very small house. Um, all of us, there was a one bedroom moment. All of us lived in that home. Now, I was talking to my older sister and I told her, you know, when I was a little girl, I never felt insecure, fearful or not loved. So as um, the time went on, there was all of us born. Uh, my mother lost my sibling and he was older than me, a little older. And um, they said it was through crib death. But when my mom found the baby dead, my mom had a nervous breakdown. So she went away for seven years of my life. And there was my dad with all nine of us, nine of us. And as time went, there was a knock at the door. And this is a story that my sister shared because I was two and a half going on three and my baby sister was six months. And they, the, the county came with cars, knocked at the door. And we all were around. They said we were all around my dad, my dad holding me. And there was, then they put us down and my dad opened the door and all of us came to the door. And my dad was in front of everybody. So they said, Mr. Ramirez, we have come to take your, your children uh, to foster care to help you and to uh, relieve you of, of all these children. And my sisters told me that my dad stretched out his arms like that. And all of us were behind him. And he said, no, you will not take one of my children. So when my sister said, my dad stretched out his arms, the love of an earthly father is something that we all um, grow to love. I, I loved my dad. My dad was an amazing father, not perfect. He was a religious man, very religious man. And he came over from Mexico at the age of 16. He was sent by himself. The war had broken out. My grandparents sent him because they knew he would either be uh, enlisted or die. So he came to America and he worked on the railroad. And then he ended up in uh, over here by Pomona, not far from here, in a little town in Cucamonga. And uh, he ra started raising the first four of uh, his children and he wanted to move out of there. So they moved to Upland and we were there in that little one bedroom house. So as my mom went away, my dad continued to take all of us to church. Every He's a religious man. Every Sunday we were in church. We took the whole pew late, but we were there. After that, he had a lunch pack for all of us. And he, he would drive us to Patton State Hospital to see my mom every Sunday for seven years, seven years. And you're talking about, I'm talking about the love of a father, beloveds, this day, a love of a father. He would drive us to that state hospital every Sunday. He would sit us under a tree and tell my older siblings, take care of the little ones. I'm going to go see your mama. My dad would go. And the nurses would tell him, Mr. Ramirez, why do you come? 
Your wife doesn't even know who you are. But my dad didn't give up his faith. That's one thing he never gave up, that God would someday bring my mom back to us. So in that time of waiting, my dad, um, you know, he worked set six days a week. He always provided. He was a meat cutter. There was never, we were never without meat. There was always, always homemade tortillas, rice, beans, and meat. We never, I, I never knew that we were even, that we lacked. I mean, and then his two weeks vacation, he would pack up a big, huge trailer, put the washer and the refrigerator, pack us into two cars, and we'd go up north and we would pick grapes for two weeks for our school clothes. Every night before we went to bed, dad came in to all of us and he says, it's time to pray. And you know, the prayer that he prayed, Dr. Baker, was the Our Father. Every night, every night he prayed the Our Father. He would pray it in Spanish and we would pray it in English, Dr. Baker. It was, it was amazing. And he would tell us, in, he would tell us, we're going to pray, all of you. Come on, get on your knees, we're praying. And he would say, now I want you to say the sign of the cross, a religious man. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can you, that's what he would say. And he would say, now I want you to make the sign of the cross. And he says, now say it in Spanish. He would teach us. Padre nuestro que estás en los cielos, santificado, say tu nombre. And we were like, we learned that. And then he would say the Our Father in Spanish, and then we would say it in English every night. Then my dad would go to bed. You know, Dr. Baker, we were poor, and I did not know we were poor because we were- No, you weren't poor. You weren't poor. You were broke. Yes. Not poor. Never let that come out of your mouth. No, I said we were- we, I didn't feel like we were poor. No, no, no. But I, what I'm saying to you is this. Don't say it. No, don't say it. And the reason no. I tell you don't say that anymore, you no. were broke, but you were yeah. not poor. You yeah. had more wealth in that man and in that family than so many people with all kinds of money. Do you understand? I mean, yes. I really understand what you're talking about. And you were never poor. Right. My, I didn't I didn't even feel that. Never I, felt I understand poor. that, but you were never poor. Amen. And that, this Never. is the first time I'm sharing this, and that you okay? That love came up, but I'm not poor, beloved. I'm not I'm honored. I am honored. I am honored. But you were not poor. <laughs> My Amen. God, rice, Amen. beans, and meat, and tortillas. Oh God, no heaven. <laughs> and homemade salsa. And homemade. Oh yeah, and we had to have homemade beans and homemade tortillas every day, and we had to have sweet Mexican sweet bread at that table every night. So he, my dad took us up north. We worked two weeks there. The, me and my sister Gracie, at first, the first couple of years, we were still too small to pick grapes. So he would sit us under the vines. And my dad would get up in the mornings and he'd make tortillas about this high stack full of tortillas and pack all of our, tell my sisters, okay, well, line you're up. Us all hungry. <laughs> Yo, he, he getting hungry. I know I am. You're talking about homemade tortillas. You're talking about salsa, which you know I love, right? And you're, and yes. Okay, yes. let's not talk about the food anymore because I'm hungry now. <laughs> Keep it going. 
What, what about your family? Okay, what so, so um, anyway, so my dad raised us up in, uh, as women of prayer. Prayer. We didn't go to bed without praying. And then on the way to school, he would bless all of us. I mean, Dr. Baker, I'm thinking about everything I've learned throughout my walk with the Lord and how we talk about the love of a father on love and unity so much. And I think of all those memories and those beautiful times that dad would bless all of us and we felt secure. We never felt alone. We never felt fearful. I knew it was his prayers. Now that I grew into the things of God and got saved, I knew, I saw, I said, my God, the love of the Father, that's why the love of my Heavenly Father is so easy to connect with. I never had a hard time connecting with the love of my Father in heaven, never, because he saved me at the bottom. That's a whole nother story. But I'm telling you, uh, the love of the Father. And then when I met Apostle Eddie, I felt the love, the same kind of love that my dad walked in. I knew that the enemy was after him. I knew it because love conquers all. Love conquers all. And in spite of the tests, the hits, the trials, the betrayals, the whatever we go through, the love of the Father sustains us. See, I had that love. I had that love of my earthly father. And you know, some of you that are listening, you may not have had that type of love with your father. You may not have. But now you have the love of your heavenly father who gave everything for you to experience his love. He gave his only son. So as my dad continued believing and praying, it was the seventh year, Dr. Baker. We're still going. My brother got married, my other brother, and they were taking their wives to the hospital on Sundays with us. We would have picnics out there. Still no mom. The seventh year. My dad goes. <laughs> and my mom calls him by his first name. And he looked at her and she said, where are my babies? Yep. God answered my dad's faith. God answered my dad's prayer. I don't, I, I don't know what my, we never had a, a statue in the house. We never had anything that I, he never prayed to a statue. He, we would always hear him praying to God. Padre Nuestro, he would always be praying. And then we, we had a Bible. <laughs> My dad bought this Bible when we were young. He set it on the coffee table, and there's where it stayed, because none of us knew about the Bible. We went to church. They didn't tell us about the Bible. It was nothing like that. And so he had that Bible on his the coffee table for years. After seven years, my mom came back. My mom came back through this man's faith. Because without faith, beloved, it's impossible to please God. You're believing for something, don't stop. Don't stop believing. So dad starts going to therapy classes and everything with mom at the hospital. 
during the week after he'd take time off in his lunch hour and go and because there had to be classes she was gone seven years she had to come back in and and and, and so then they let her come on weekends just for overnighter and she oh when my mom came back she asked for her babies they didn't let us see her yet for maybe six weeks six more sundays then the nurses and doctor says she's ready she needs to see her children and my dad told us that day you're going to see your mom today we were all sitting under a tree and here comes mom and dad oh my god all my mom wanted to do was hold us in her lap and hug us and kiss us and she didn't remember those six years that she was gone dr baker she didn't remember nothing she knew up to the point that we've all grown up and my gosh we were no longer my little baby sister wasn't in the crib anymore she was already that was seven years she was seven years old so that was a a testimony to share with you about an earthly father okay my dad was religious was my dad perfect no my dad was not perfect but he gave his all to his family he never abandoned us he never left us he never left us with the neighbor he was there for us and made sure our older siblings always took care of us so his love just demonstrated that was an earthly father okay with imperfections my dad was a man he was human but never abandoned his children so when i got saved and i met my heavenly father it was such a heavenly connection and how he saved me that's another story for for his glory but I just want to talk about that, that love, that love. And um, many of us were raised without a father and mother and some raised by our grandparents, our aunts, even our the foster care. But we were blessed to have been raised by my dad. And, you know, we always called him my dad. So the girls at school said, well, whose dad is he? You guys say my dad. Well, he is my dad. I know, but is he your stepdad? No, he's my dad, too. We always addressed dad as my dad. So when it came to my heavenly father, he's my father. And, I, and I, yet I know that he's our heavenly father, but he's my father. So it, it's easy for me to share that freedom with you about the love of a father. And that's why I love you on Love and Unity so much about the sons and daughters connecting with the father. And, um, Jesus doesn't tell us what God looks like, but rather what he is like. And see, I had a demonstration of that in my earthly father, but then I had the demonstration of Jesus Christ when he saved me and how he introduced me to our father in heaven. So he reveals God's, God's father's heart to us through Jesus. The heart of the father was revealed to us by Jesus the heart of a perfect father my dad was not the perfect father but i serve a perfect father one that loves and cares and protects us just like my earthly father did it cost jesus his life oh yes it did so we could call god our father i know i could i i know i'm real emotional but 
I get emotional about all of this. Even when I get in prayer, I, I get emotional. The Almighty God became the good father who called out to us, come unto me, come unto me. And he drew us near to him, to the love of a father. Don't run. When I talk to prisoners, I told them, don't run from God. His arms are wide open to embrace you. I don't care how bad your sin was. I don't care how dark your sin that you committed. That's the reason you're behind bars. I don't care how dark. The Father's arms are open to you. And you know, when my sister told me that my dad's arms were stretched out and he told that foster care they weren't taking us, that's how I see him now. His arms still with Jesus on the cross stretched out, died for us, left us. But our Father in heaven has still got his arms open wide to embrace you. He's there even in your dark hour, your lonely hour, your hour that you feel forsaken. Like, God, where are you? He's right there. I tell those prisoners, run to the Father. His arms are there. And when, you go into the prisons. What, what, what? I'm what? doing it on phone. <laughs> it's huh? all through phone. My son's in prison right now. And he tells him, you need to let my mom pray with you. Oh, my God, it's been such an honor to get these men that are broken and cry. Because, Mom, some of the boys that I've prayed for, they'll say, let's watch Mom pray for them. Because every one of them have been broken. So they, they go, let's watch Mom. They say, oh, you need, to, you need to let Mom pray for you. And then Phil, my son Phil would say, yeah, let my mom pray for you. And okay, so you, you are releasing... You are releasing the father's love, even though you're in the body of a female, you're releasing the father's love to those that you're ministering to in the prison. So you, you're, you're standing in the gap as a father figure, father, mother figure, as a father, mother, uh, allowing that love because you have received so much of that love. Now you're able to release it and release the father's love. So as you as you do this then uh you're you're filling in i i mean I, i'm looking at this and i can see it that there's places in them that are that are were empty i mean that were were blotchy and what you're doing is you're releasing the father's love in there you know we don't, we have five minutes or four and a half or whatever oh, it is oh god oh my i know god. i know at the I time want, i want to share this scripture it says in John 3.31, see how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children. Yes. Oh, my God. And that is what we are. That's in 1 John 3.1. There, I'm going to end with this, okay, beloveds? There's two songs that came to me this morning when I was sharing this with you, uh, Dr. Baker. And one of them is, he's a good, good father. It tells us that we're never alone. Mm -hmm. And it says, you're a good, good father. It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved by you. It's who I am. It's who I am. It's who I am. That's one of the verses that came to me. And the other one was... The goodness of God. 
I know you as a father. I know you as a father. I know you as a friend. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. That's it. Thank you for the honor. <laughs> Wait a minute. We're still going to the love of my father. You share it so well. You can see how real this is to you. Oh, it's real. And there, there are people out there that uh, I want you to release a blessing upon them. I also want you to re be able to release that father's love because that I said earlier, the father's heart is what it is. When we're talking about fathers, we're talking about the heart of God. No earthly person no earthly apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, no earthly person I cannot release other than something that I have I have received. So you were a child that had a father that was good to you. Now there, uh, and then our, our heavenly father, the heavenly father has those things that he pours out to us. So I want you to be able to release. I want you to release a blessing. I want you to release whatever it is that you, um, uh, desire to release. You have about a minute or so in order to do that. So just take that time and do it. Yeah. I guess um, those of you that are watching and those of you that are, that feel uh, alone, uh, abandoned, um, disconnected from your heavenly father, or whatever the reason, if it's because of sin, just repent. Just repent. Just say, Father, forgive me. And you'll get that love rushed right back into your heart. I want to release the love of the Father to all of you that are watching, to all of you that are listening. There's nothing like a Father's love from heaven. It's so perfect, so pure, and so willing to love you and to forgive you. Just receive the Father's blessing. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his light to shine upon you and give grant you the peace that you need right now in all of your hearts. Let his love embrace you let his love feel you because it's there and i release that blessing to all of you now in jesus name amen amen i'm so honored to have had you on my pro on this program today and i know the people are i mean i know the people are blessed by what it is that you have released to the glory of God, Dr. So, so, so thank God for you. I thank God for what it is that you've done. And I want to remind people of the Love and Unity Convergence that is Convergence Meeting that is on June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Also, if you desire to give into this ministry, More Than Enough Ministries, the information is there on the screen and you can do so. Also, there's uh, a many different things. There's some Zooms that are on for Love and and we would love for you to join us. Again, this is Doc, Apostle Dr. Baker J. Baker saying thanks for joining us and thank you again, Helen. And bye-bye. Bless you, Dr. Baker. I'm here still telling it like it is. Bye-bye.